Everybody, it's Will. Welcome back to another edition of Creators Outlet. Our special guest today is Mr. Dustin Brunel, who is the creator of this. The listener is in the house. I appreciate it. How's it going, Will? Good. I thought that was pretty snazzy of me. Oh man, I, that that came yeah, on that was the last really second, dope, right? I was I was like, wow, it looks like I have production value now. I, I, I love it, man. But, Your you intro know, videos it, got production value. Yeah, I didn't do that either. You know. <laughs> I know how, <laughs> I don't know how to make any of that shit. You know, for somebody that's it looks a, like you do though. For somebody that's got a degree in, in communications and like, you know, radio, television, and video production, you know, you think I know how to do that, but I only knew how to do that on the old like, you know, things that we call tape. Once it went digital. Oh, I gotcha, gotcha. Well we we're we're gonna act like you know how to do that anyway. That's the kind of respect we give you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I so buy it's pretty dope. So we are here. Absolutely. Uh, the book two launches on the fifteenth. Yes, sir. So we, absolutely. So we want to get we want to get as many people as possible. Uh, like the seventy eight people I tagged in my post for this for this video tonight, and uh, we're probably gonna like send me hate mail. Mind if I no more shit. Uh. But I, but you know, when they when they do that, I just I tag them worse, you know. Like I'll share like a tampon commercial or something and tag them in that too. Oh, oh, what oh, a no. douche I am! Oh no! <laughs> and well, I'm just yeah. Like, so um, that's funny. Um, the fifteenth, yeah, we go we go live with uh, book two, win wins weep. I'm really excited about it. 
Um, and uh, a bunch of the crew will be on there. You know, Kevin will be on there too. So, um, and then we'll be that same night. We'll be live with Comic Rottery. That'll be the first episode of Comic Rottery as well that we do. And um, we'll be dropping the, which we're also part of the NSC Road Tours, uh, Road Show Tour as well. So we're excited about that for, you know, new folks coming on and whatnot. Um, but we'll be going live and we'll have a, a bunch of members of the team on. There you go. Um, we'll be doing a bunch of, uh, you know, just chats with the team, seeing how they've got what they've got planned for the future of the book. You know, their covers they've got coming out. Uh, we just showed the uh, our first major bad guy to the team here in the past few days. Uh, so far, they hadn't seen him. So now they've all, you know, all hyped up about doing the next covers and, you know, stuff they're working on. Because the cool things about our team is everybody works on numerous different projects. You know, we all we all hang together. You know what I mean? Um you know, we're, we're a team. So we, we work together on a lot of things. Uh, that being said, uh, we're also going to preview, uh, the road to sin on February 15th. The road to sin is our take on a tabletop RPG in the world of the listener. So if you're fans of Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, a werewolf, the apocalypse or vampire masquerade, anything like that, pathfinder, you know, you guys will probably enjoy uh, Road to Sin. Um, one of the coolest things about Road to Sin, though, is it ties into the story of the listener itself. So you'll actually get to see the future of the book in game. And as campaigns come out, we drop the campaigns, we'll be tying them in with the story of the book. You know, so that's pretty cool. We're having a lot of fun with that. Uh, not to say that it wasn't challenging as all get out to figure out how I was going to manipulate, you know, but you and I have spoken about that time is really irrelevant in the listener, you know, because we're dealing with spirits and people that don't age and all kinds of things like that. So time is, time is a little wonky. You know, we, we really don't, that's like death. Death is pretty irrelevant in the listener as well. You know, I mean, we're talking about a main character that can see and speak to the dead and interact with, you know, spirits. So, um, really, really excited for book two. Um, we gave you guys a small look at uh, spirits at the very end of the last issue, book one. We showed you guys a little bit. Um, we're gonna pop it off. Book two, like I'm, I'm pulling the lid off, and we're gonna start. You know, book one was, you know, give you guys a little backstory on Addy. You know, Addison. You know, let you guys see a little bit of what he's going through in his life. Uh, a little bit of PTSD that he's got um, and uh, show you guys a little bit about Sonny, you know, but book two, we're going to get a lot more into Gnostis and Gaji. Um, so you guys will see the other, the other two main characters will get a lot more screen time in the second book uh, before we, you know, pop the top like we do at the end of every, you know, last couple pages. I like to blow people's socks off. So that's where yeah, we, we stand with all that. I've been bugging you for a copy of book two since I read book one. So, yeah. Say, look, I just got the dialogue like finished like this morning at like fucking five in the morning. Like, I literally, 
have been blasted to get this done because, you know, it, it would be different. Like, you know, we took six months to put the first book out, right? Six whole months. I had had, I mean, we're 25, 26, yeah, 26 edited copies done of the listener. 26 different issues edited. Um, that's not including the, the numerous ones I don't have edited yet. And my wife won't even let me talk about because, you know, they got to be right before they get talked about or go out. Um, but there is a something to be said about having a book and having months to do it and having a book and having two months to do it. You know what I mean? It's a very different type of animal. Um, and I appreciate it. I like the, the high speed of it. Um, but like I said, the story was already written, so I'm not worried about that. And the dialogue was done and all that. It's adding the dialogue to the pages, how I want them to fit in the pages now. Um, and it looks really good. I'm really happy with it. I am not uh, – the first few books, I'm not huge. Uh, I don't like to throw massive balls of dialogue to people. I, I feel like your your eyes wander if you get too much dialogue. So, you know, you've read the first book. I like to let – as much as I – give you in words i like the the art to give you as well you know you're you're getting the story as visually as well as you are you know mentally um but one reason that things are crazy right now is because we've got i've started doing panels for our second series as well so that's really crazy um and we've got an entire team on that now so uh, i'm going to be really excited to share more info with that as soon as i get a title I've got like 10 titles for this book, man, sitting in front of me. And I'm just like, any, meeny, miny, mo type of thing for it. Because they're all good. You know what I mean? I didn't throw like, it started at like 50 titles. And we've whittled them down to like 10. And it's just been, because you know me, I don't like to do anything anybody else has done. So I'm really like trying to find something that no one has used. And, you know, this industry has been around for 60-something years. So there's not a whole lot that we haven't used. So I'm going back and fighting through it and pivoting here and going here. Um, I really wanted to use – originally, I wanted to use my son's name uh, as the the title. But every time I turn around, somebody's doing something of Oz. You know what I mean? So it's like Ozzy's not getting a title. I, I told him the other night, I was like, that's not going to happen, buddy, because I can't, uh, you know, I can't figure it out. So um, – but it is an interesting book. It's going to be set in the world of the listener. It is a standalone book, and we'll have a 10-year-old protagonist that befriends his monster under the bed. So it should be uh, – it's just as dark, just as gnarly. Don't let the monster under the bed thing sound like it's, you know, uh, for your 10-year-old. I wouldn't let my 10-year-old read it. Um, though she did pick up a copy of the listener the other day and told me, Dad – it's real gory. And I was like, I know. What are you doing? You know? That being said, I don't put a lot of language in my books. Um, I don't think that in the time period in the book, the first um, the first issue is in, you know, in the 40s, we didn't use the language that we use now. You know, so it's a very different time period. So I try to well, keep, not, not keep all my lingo. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep all my lingo time sensitive you know just like i do with all the vehicles all the weapons you know clothing all of it you know needs to fit the time period It'd be really weird to see like a, a ferrari running down the road and like 
you know, 1910 or some shit, you know, somebody's going to be like, Hey, that doesn't work. I'm like, Oh, I, you know, they didn't have Ferraris back then. Come on, man. Man, you know? get off the set. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so we've got the second book out. We've got, uh, like I mentioned, Road to Sin. We're working on Road to Sin right now as well, um, which is really a lot of fun. Uh, I've been writing tabletop campaigns for almost 20 years. So to to work on one we're going to publish um, is absolutely phenomenal. You know, we're having a lot of fun with that. Um, we've got a company that's going to do the figures. I've got a company that's going to do the dice. So uh, we've already started putting the maps out. I don't know if I showed you one of the maps. I'll have to email you one of them. Uh, I got my yeah, first map back. Um, and it, it was really pretty. It was really well done. You know, I've been very uh, blessed with the fact that anybody that I've worked with can see my vision. You know, and that I, I don't know how important that is to some people, but it's very important to me. If, if, I, if I can explain it to you verbally and you come back at me with the exact same thing that I saw in my mind, I mean, that to me is on point. You know, we try to, we, we, we cultivate that, you know, like every of our team have been people that either we knew personally or felt like they, they matched our vision. They could, they could keep up with our vision. Um, so get back into the, you know, the wind, uh, wind weep. I'm really excited about that because it picks up right after where book one left off where uh, Addie is literally face deep in water in front of a group of Japanese soldiers. We're really excited that we could pick it up right there. I mean, and that's how the listener will run here on out. Just so everybody knows uh, the listener will be in book. This book will start up the same page, the start of the next book. You know, you guys are not going to have to wait or figure out how what happened in between or anything like that, where it's just going to be consecutive every time. Um, so that makes more sense to me. That's how I like, you know, I, I enjoy that. If I get to a movie and I've liked the movie and I have to figure out what's going on between movie one and movie two, I don't enjoy that as much. I'd rather just get right into the nitty gritty of what happened at the end of one into two. Um, so we're doing something really cool right now uh, for Sweep. Um, and all our titles have a lot to do with the book. You know, there, there are a lot of companies that just put out a cool title and they put out a cover, right? Used to be when we were kids, if you put out a cover, it had something to do with the book. You know, the issue that you were reading, there was, it had something to do with it. Uh, when Wins Weep takes that to a whole nother level, uh, everybody in our team reads the book and goes back and does a cover. I don't tell them what I want to see on a cover. In, in case anybody's ever curious, uh, uh, I do sit down and do every panel with Eric for the most part for our interiors, but the covers I believe are a almost, um, it's a very powerful thing to have someone create something with a character that you've created. So I tend to just let them have their free reign of a cover. You know, I give somebody an idea. This is what I'd like to see. And, you know, as long as you've got that core part of it, it's amazing. Do what you do with it. Um, we're very thankful for our team members because they feel that kind of, uh, they feel that energy. Um, now we're doing something really cool though with Wind Weep right now. If you go to the Kickstarter, um, and click the notifications or the uh, subscribe button so you can see everything going on with it right now. If you take a picture of that right there, absolutely. If you go and look, Will's got it. 
So if you go in and you click saved and then you take a picture of that and email it to me at Dustin at the listener comics.com, I will put you in for a drawing of a free copy of Adam Fields Virgin variant for one. Um, all you guys got to pay is the shipping other than that. And that's like three bucks. So, um, you're getting a $25 book for nothing. We're really excited uh, that we can do that right now. Um, and I know Adam's hyped about that too. We're also doing a really fun thing with some of our add-ons uh, for this Kickstarter. Cause I, I, you know, I'm learning as we go and, you know, I have a, a company right now, uh, Inked, uh, marketing that handles all my marketing and stuff. Uh, and, and manages me basically right now, which is, I really appreciate because I need it. Cause I have so much going on that, you know, inked is there, you know, to help me when I, I have issues or can put me on, you know, different podcasts that I would not have thought to be on. Whereas my, I think my very first podcast was with Will, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm really excited about that and always going to be coming back to Will, you know, and bullshitting with him. Um, but there is a really cool thing about Kickstarters that I had no idea about. Like you could add add-ons. I mean, you know, that sounds ignorant of me, but you know, this is only my second one. And thankfully, well, you know, new, we've got to manage. That's a new thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Add-ons is very new. So um, I really like the fact that they're letting us do some of this stuff, but we're adding on, which people may laugh about, uh, until you actually get your hands on it. I'm adding on a bar of soap, okay, the listener. And it is a special bar of soap from a really cool, you know, company. I'm not going to get into all that part of it. But and it's not a used bar of soap. Wouldn't do that to you guys. No used bars of soap. Um, this bar of soap smells like whiskey, gunpowder, and campfire fumes. Really excited to get my hands on it. Because uh, it definitely sounds like something that vibes with the listener, you know, whiskey, gunpowder, you know, campfire team sounds sounds pretty good to me. Um, so that's a five dollar add on if you guys want to check that out once things get rolling. Uh, another thing that we're doing that we didn't do before was we've added eleven by seventeen um, posters, you know, prints. So they'll be limited. We're really excited about those. Um, and we're going forward with doing, um, blank sketches this time as well. We did a couple of them last time. Uh, we'll be doing some blank sketches, um, blank cover sketches for this Kickstarter as well. I know David Acampo's in on that. Um, Adam Fields is in on that. I think, uh, I think Marissa's doing some remarks for her cover, um, and then we've got a few others that are doing some cool stuff like that. Um, and I think it's interesting that our covers are evolving. Each artist does things differently. You know, that's one, another really cool thing about us is all our covers are different. You know, we have different styles of artists working on our covers. Um, and the one you're looking at now is actually Adam's, uh, cover. Um, and it's incredible. You know, the last one he did with Sonny was beautiful, you know, with Sonny in the, uh, like he's back in the, like the, the woods almost, and he's got leaves all around him and stuff. And you can see the tomahawks. That was a really cool cover. Um, I th think he's blown it out of the water with this one, uh, showing Gnostis, Guy, uh, Nietzsche, and Neil as noble spirits. And we get into noble spirits in book two, uh, which you can't see right now 
now because Kickstarter cuts off those images is he's actually standing in front of four tombstones. And that's a very telling thing. We, we give you a lot with our covers. We want you to be interested in what the story we're telling. I mean, because we're, we're going from a guy that is, a, well, I'm not going to say he's normal, but he's, you know, he's a vet, you know, and he's, you know, really good at what he does. You know, I'm not going to say he's the best at what he does. You know what I mean? Because we've already got that tagline somewhere, I think. Um, but he's an incredible character. You know, Addison is, is, is very real, you know, and that's one of the coolest things about the story that we bring to you guys. We bring you a very real story, a uh, very visceral story. Um, and it, for all the supernatural stuff and all the, you know, the demons and the monsters and, you know, the, you know, the deities and stuff, um, we, we bring you guys something very down to earth. And a lot of the stories have real things rooted in them that I, I feel like people have seen and can find the way we write. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing to hear somebody go, Holy shit. Did you mean this? And it's like, yeah, you know, we meant that. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun for people to be able to look past things and look between the lines to see the really interesting uh, bits and pieces of a story. Um, Wins Weep has been a, incredible journey for me because I, I've, I've learned so much um, in, in what it's like to, to do a comic book. Cause you know, the first book you're high on adrenaline. You're like really just going at it. You know, it's exciting. It's powerful. It's doom, doom, zoom, you know, then all of a sudden you're on Kickstarter and your book, you know, you, you meet your goal and you're just, Oh my God. So you start pushing it and you're pushing it. And like us, we, we did well, you know, and now it's like you're coming down off this real awesome high and you're like, man, what can I do to top it? So just like with book one, I already had the script written, of course. So you go in and you want to, you know, top yourself on everything you do from covers to, you know, dialogue to, you know, layouts, anything that you can do, you want to do better. Um, and I think that we succeeded in that as, as a, as a whole, I think we've succeeded in that, um, as the story coming together and you start learning more and more about what it is to be the listener, um, you, you gain a sense of wonder almost, you know, a lot of, you know, fear and animosity in the book, but there's also this sense of, wow, you know, um, I'm sure you've seen the sixth sense, right, Will? You know, you, you've oh, seen yeah. it numerous times, I'm sure. Um, you know, what that that sense of wonder that you felt when he could talk to the dead, you know, what he was attempting to do with the dead. And then you get to the end of it and you're like, holy shit, I didn't know that was coming. You know, that's that's what we try to do with every issue. And I think we're getting better and better, you know, as, as we do that. You know, um, we joke about the last page in the first book a lot. Not that it's bad. We don't joke about it like that. It's actually everybody's favorite from what I gather. So what I – we joke because that book was – that page wasn't put in the book till like two weeks before print. You know, um, the, con the, the process is never ending because I look at everything a million times before we sent, sent it out. You know, before we started selling the book and pushing the book, I looked everywhere in it to find things that I thought could be better. 
you know, and I, I enlisted my friends to, you know, Hey, look, I said, I've been in this industry forever, you know, Hey, what can I do to better this? You know, and you get to this point where it stops becoming a, um, what if notion, you know, I, I think that that hit me a couple of weeks ago. It, it quit being what if, and it was like, it is, you know, everybody's like, you know, Yoda, do or do not. There is no try, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like after we've shown the numbers and we've pushed as hard as we have, that, that it's not try anymore. Now it's do, you know? So what can I do to improve? And I think that's what, you know, Win Win Tweet does for us. It, it improves upon a recipe that we've proven works, you know? So now it's that much better than it was previously. Now, you know, previously we had David Acampo just doing character designs with us. Now he's doing covers, you know, now he's doing colors. Now he's doing posters, which is amazing because his talent is, you know, second to none. He's an incredible artist. Um, He'll also be working on the secondary series, you know, so we're happy about that. He's actually going to be coloring the entire interior for the second book. It's very cool stuff. Um, so apparently I just, Dustin has David Acampo chained to a post in his basement. Basically. <laughs> <on> comics. <laughs> basically. And I don't even give him the basement. He's got the crawl space. You know, he's down in the crawl oh, space. Don't do that. Outside of, <laughs> outside of it being illegal, we're actually recording that you're doing this. David Acampo, <laughs> you'll, you'll show this to him and be like, hey, look what happened to you on my podcast. Right. Absolutely. He's a very the host cool guy. going to give you the whole basement to be chained up in. <laughs> I put you in the crawl space like you were and fucking Frank. Right. Absolutely. He's a, such a cool guy, though, man. Um, his cover, he did a beautiful tribute to uh, homage to Turok for his cover for book two. I'm really excited oh, about geez. that. Um, yeah, it's I, really, I really good. Love, I used to love Turok's on a stone. Man, my hope, man, my hope, you know, I just talk, joked about the no try thing, but I hope that I get to the point where the listener could be known in this generation as well as Turok was, you know, I would love, I would love to spiritually be able to take over that mantle with this character because he's so powerful, man. There, there's so much, you know, um, that we that you don't hear as much about when we talk about it in the second book, because we talked about it so much with the first book, but a lot of these stories that you see that are, you know, based on fact that Addie deals with were with in fact, you know, they, they were dealt with by my uncle Les and, you know, uh, being one of the first native American green berets was a big deal, you know? And now, you know, we, we've changed things uh, for our story, you know, time periods and stuff like that. But, it's a very interesting thing to to see people's reactions, you know, to, to how they feel about, you know, what's going on with this character and what's going on with that character. I mean, I had a guy reach out to me the other day and tell me he wanted to cosplay Addy. And I was like, cosplay Addy, really? And he was like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to do it. I think it'd be fun. And I was like, sweet. Well, you should do it. And he was like, I don't know if I can shave the beard. And I was like, you know, those guys, don't have beards bro that that wasn't a thing you know what i mean they didn't do that and he was like well you know prosthetics and i was like holy crap okay that's cool you know if you're into it that much you know you want to get in there and 
you know, prosthet you know, put prosthetics on your face to look like him. I mean, whatever. You know, that's awesome. I appreciate the attempt. Um Yeah. Wait till he know. has to pull it off his beard though. Oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. I can I can only imagine. We um we've we reached out to a bunch of groups um for we were gonna do some donations. Um I'm still trying to find one that is is into it enough. But uh, I reached out to some animal rights groups, and you know it's funny, um, I can't get them to answer me. You know they they want your money, but I can't I can't get them to actually you know reach out and go, hey, I'd like to you know talk to you or anything. It's just like we'll we'll take your donation, but we don't want to talk to you. Um, mm -hmm. Which I think that's very strange, you know. And again, I've never tried to do this before, so I'm reaching out, going, ah, eh, you know. You know, let's we'll donate some money. You know what I mean? It's a good cause. But if you don't answer me, I don't, I don't know what kind of cause you got. You know, <laughs> it's a little shady, slightly shady. Yeah, we were going to uh, try to do something with uh, one of the uh, one of the big uh, fundraiser people for uh, you know comic comic book talent. Right. You know, they they help them out when you know. Later in later in life, you know, hopefully nobody does get sick. But you know, if they do get sick, uh, the Heroes Initiative. I think it, it was Heroes Initiative or one of the one of the ones like that. And uh, they were like, "Oh, you know, we've got enough. We're all set." Right. That's I'm wild, like, man. I go okay. I'll For be sure. sure to. I go. I'll be sure to write about that in the article on our website. Thank you. <laughs> and I absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, it's crazy uh, stuff, man. Crazy, crazy like, stuff. Was, but if you just want to send us a check, yeah, yeah, we'll take your money. We'll take you your money, what? but we don't want anything to do with your company. Yeah, okay. as a whole, we don't want to talk to you guys. Like I had, um some of the companies like we're doing um for uh the road to sin i've got a really cool d20 uh dice that we're having made that's got a cow in it i thought that was super super cool um absolutely um but they uh they didn't want to you know partner with us they just want us to so, so I was like, you know what? That's cool. I'll buy the product, but I'm not going to, you know, promote your company. You know, had, had you been like, Hey, look, let's work together on this. I'd have been all over it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so we're, we're putting out book two. Uh, I'm currently writing the novel right now, which is so much different. Oh my gosh. It's so wild because when I started writing the scripts for the comic books, I was literally writing it in a novelized form, you know, so I had to go back and I had to break down each page, you know, and I would, how I would scrunch this all together, you know, how I would put all this story together. And now it's like, now I have the freedom to write, you know, a 350 to 500 page book. So I, I can open descriptions a little bit different. I can, you know what I mean? I can add to here. You know, I can I can better bring to the the table what's going on in certain situations, and I can expand on others. You know, um, that's one of the great things about you know novels is you can put a little bit more into it. Um, but 
there's so much cool stuff going on in the listener right now. In book two, you literally noble spirits are incredible. You know, it sucks that you have to lose people to gain them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to have somebody that's been a friend for you in life. Uh, after they're gone to be around you and want to protect you while they're dead is an interesting concept to me that um, I think the only time I've ever seen anything like that was the Frighteners back in the day with Michael J. Fox, but they didn't expand on what those spirits were. They just, you know, he had them, they helped him frighten people to make money. You know, that was about all that you got out of it. Um, and you got, they were buddies, I guess, at some point in time or another, but you really didn't get a backstory. You didn't get that flushed out or anything. So we're trying to make sure that you get everything we can for each of these characters, um, in their lives and in their death, you know? Um, but it's, it's quite a interesting experience to work with characters that aren't living you know, start especially starting in book two because now you'll have Addy having a conversation and he may be around other people, but the other people can't see who he's talking to. So we have to make sure that we, you know, do the pages to it. So it's interesting when you're in a group of people or a crowd and he's talking to people, but the other people can't see them, you know, so we're literally going in and adding scenes like that to make sure that people are have the correct emotions when they see stuff like that because if you're walking down the street and somebody's talking to themselves nowadays they're probably on a phone that you can't see or you know they're talking through a mic that you're not aware of whatever else you know, but back then if people were talking to yourself themselves they needed to be in the loony bin <laughs> you know so um that comes up quite a few times um in the listener so i'm excited about that i'm excited to start showing off uh eric's uh demons you know viola is doing some amazing demons right now so we're we're really pi- uh pumped about getting those out to people and seeing the reactions because we've we've shown you one side of the book so far and now getting to show you a different side of it you know, we wanted to make sure that we showed you polar opposites, you know, so in starting in book three, we could meld those things together and show you what it was like when they were together versus apart. Um, we find out what the listener is, you know, actually is in the book, uh, which is a lot of fun because talking about it's cool and whatnot, but people's reaction and stuff to what's going to happen is is awesome. The test reads so far have been really, really good. The reviews have been awesome, you know, and that's something we started out with in book one, you know, was send it to people, have people read it, see what they think, you know, first it was friends and family. Then it was people that didn't know me from Adam, you know, just to make sure that we were getting decent reviews back. Um, I can't tell you how cool they've been, man. you know, I, and like that I haven't even been sending people uh, they've been getting scripts for this one so far because the time period is so different you know being able to send you a finished book versus being able to send you the script and be like hey look the book itself the art's all done but now we add this this and this and there's a time period like I my goal has always been to have the book done before the Kickstarter ends you know because I 
I want to reap the benefit. You know, I want to be able to send the books out immediately. I don't, I don't like having to wait. And I know people out there, they don't want to wait, man. Who wants to wait four months for a book after you've already paid for it? Yeah, I know. You know, I mean, I've gotten books that I forgot I bought. You know, you're like six months down the road and you're like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. You know, it's nice to get that treat in the mail that you literally had no clue you were getting, you know, but I just, I've, I've wanted to stay clear of that the whole time. So I'm, I'm definitely making sure that we don't get caught up in any of that nonsense. Yeah, I know. Cause I mean, uh, since, uh, we, we've talked a little bit about the, uh, the D and D version of the listener. Yep. Uh, Earlier last year, I had backed the Umbrella Academy game on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they were supposed to get mailed out in November. Well, a day after I sent, you know, Kickstarter a nasty email, uh, the damn game showed up in the mail. And I thought it was something totally different. And it was like, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like the game's not backed by, you know, a major company like Dock Horse. So it's, it's not like they're waiting right. for everybody to roll in. It's like production has already right. started. They just need to know how many of the miniatures and of which ones they need for which games, depending on how much like of an overbleed people pay to get every single last miniature. Or, you know, right, you know, okay, this extra card, you can get this extra card, but you just need to up your pledge from 50 to 95 dollars. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't need this that extra card. I'd rather leave the game being harder, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know? I'm with you, I'm with and you. I got I'm it, um... and I'm like, and it's a little box like this. The... Oh no, I'm like. $59 friggin' dollars? What the hell? Right, for sure. Well, we're we're trying to so what we're right now we've got four classes in the game. Um and then each class will have a couple different specs. So I'm really excited to show that off. Um and it's the traditional, you know, for the most part, you could do the traditional, you know, trifecta. You know, you've got the healer, you've got the tank, you've got the DPS. Uh, you can play it like that. You do not have to play it like that. There are numerous ways to play our game. Uh, if you're not a fan of combat, there are definitely ways to get around combat, you know, if you're not a fan. You're a stealthy character and you'd rather just, you know, solve the mystery and whatnot, you know, there you go. You know, there are so many ways to accomplish your goals in this game uh, without having to be, you know, directly in, you know, the line of a, a gun or something trying to eat you, you know what I mean? Um, which is interesting, but that all relies on your listener who is your DM because we don't want anybody playing a listener. Cause you know, I already know where that'd go in a conversation, especially the guys I play with. Well, I'm going to be the listener tonight. No, no, I think I'll be the listener tonight. No, no. The, the listener is not a playable character. Um, because another reason he's not a playable, he or she is not a playable character is because of the fact that the listener is not a superhero. He doesn't have abilities like that. 
And if we were to add him to the game, we would have to give him something that stacked up with all these other characters. And I just, I didn't want that. You know, he's, he's not a superhero and in no iteration of anything we do, will he be a superhero? You know, there's, there's nothing that's ever going to make him, you know, able to lift a car or, you know, run faster than a locomotive. And that's, that's one thing that keeps the book and the series down to earth. I think we do add fantastical characters to it, you know, that he has to interact with and deal with, you know, on an everyday basis, but he himself is other than being able to see and interact with the dead or spiritual entities. He's not special, you know, other, other than training and being who he, he's, you know, his, his, you know, his birthright. He's not anything other than a normal dude that's had amazing training and, you know, can do these things. Um, I definitely didn't want you to have a, uh, uh, a cape character, you know, in anything we do. Um, but that being said, we do have characters like the medium in our, you know, in Road Sin. Uh, the medium is really cool. They can, one of their specs is the Banshee spec. Really excited to see that. We've had a couple people test it so far and who have enjoyed it. Um, Banshee would literally be like the Banshee, like you would think of a Banshee, but it's held in check by the medium. So it's like a pet class. You know, in d like a hunter or something like that, where they would control an animal companion. The medium controls the Banshee, you know, and it's, there are other, that the medium can go with, but the Banshee is interesting to me. You know, lore and stuff like that to have, you know, something that is grieving, you know, that you're dealing with. And you've got the DM that's controlling this being, you know, that's in your head the whole time you're playing this game. And, uh, you know, under the table whispering to you, hey, look, you know, this is what's going on, you know, or trying to fight your sanity the whole time uh, is a very interesting thing to me um and then you've we've got we introduced the the so, fail odd so, so the banshee would be like your child when you're trying to do something at work absolutely have you heard my kid <laughs> in the background while i'm doing things yeah yeah no but no, i heard my plenty <laughs> right I for just, sure I, well i i the last time you were on i saw him sneaking in sneaking in the back door oh, you know telling for you sure like, you know but mommy, the puppy wants to come out. Uh huh. Yeah. The dog will He's walk rotten, away man. and lay down again. Uh huh. Yeah, they'll team up, man, between the golden retriever and the baby. And then it's 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 okay. Then I can handle the golden retriever and the baby. But then when you add the ten year old to the golden retriever and the baby, I can't I I can't handle it. It's too much. It's like um a chemical reaction that is just not supposed to happen. No, because the ten-year-old would come in, put a saddle on the golden retriever, and let the baby get on the dog. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot going on. We 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 like I said, we we tried to break away from the traditional tabletop game, but at the same time, it's fun to be able to play that route if you want to play it. So, um, it we we bring in the. Feolod, which is the original Irish werewolves, you know, um, we bring them into the story of the listener much, much later down the road than where we are now. But they're a clan that is actually being fostered by Kukulain, 
So it's very, very cool um, and brings in the Irish history and um, a lot of fun stuff with doing that. But they play like most of those guys. Yeah, uh, the specs for those guys and gals are like tanks. You know what I mean? They're they're in the thick of it. You know, they're taking hits. They're getting beat up. They're regenerating. You know, using you know the powers of the moon and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to see how people, you know, feel about the way we've created these characters. Um, now for the road to sin, just like most games, I have pre-made characters for you, but you can also make your own. You know, there, there's that's one of the most fun things about playing a tabletop game is, you know, power over the game itself. Um, we introduced Lee in book one. She's a young Chinese girl that Addie actually saves in book one. Oh yeah. Um, well, she she becomes your informant in the road to sin, and She's the informant, but like I said, time is irrelevant in the listener. So you're talking modern day. So she was, she's 60 something years old right now in the listener road to sin. So now you're dealing with this woman that's grown up with the listener, trained with the listener, you know, and is calling the shots right now. And I'm not telling you where the listener is in the road to sin. So you've literally got her as your informant. You know, we're, we're excited to be able to tie the stories together. Um, and people will wonder, you know, I'm not saying you have to play the game to enjoy the story, but you'll wonder, you know, what's happening with this character during this time period. You know, I always did that as a kid when I was reading. I still do it today. Reading comics, you want what other characters are doing, you know, because just because you walked out of the door as a creator and you're working on something else doesn't mean that other character didn't exist anymore. You know, that something is going on in their life as well. And that's that's one of the coolest parts of Road to Sin. Uh, throughout the campaigns, you'll see characters that we've we're not using in the main title at that point in time. You know, um, I mentioned the secondary series. There's a lot of characters that will bleed over between both books. Like I said, it's standalone, but you'll still see them show up in other places, you know, and you may enjoy it the other stories that they deal with or the other, you know, uh, artistic stylings that they're brought into, you know? So, I mean, there's a lot going on with it and to see, um, you know, to see the book evolving the way it is, like even the story itself is phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. Um, the miniatures are going to be crazy. Um, I'll do add-ons for that one. That's a whole different Kickstarter in itself. We're just we're testing the game out right now uh, through with the Kickstarter for uh, Win Wins Week. So once a week, we'll do a setting, uh, a sitting, a two-hour sitting, and we'll you know we'll do it live. Like we, and um, actually, the fun thing about this one that we're doing is we had um, fans that we made tickets available for the game. So if you bought a ticket, you got cover A from book two. Well, you'll get cover A from book two signed and slabbed plus a seat at the digital table so you can check out the game itself, which um, I keep trying to make things better and better for the Kickstarters and for the fans and for people that are enjoying it. And uh, being interactive was one of the things that I thought was just too cool, you know, to be able to bring people on 
that enjoy the artists and enjoy the players, enjoy whatever they like about the series and to be able to sit and cut the shit, you know, for an hour or two and just enjoy, you know, each other's company. That was a lot of fun, you know, the concept. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's that and um, the launch itself, you know, um, are, are really exciting to me. Uh, and also launching Comic Rottery at the same time. So there's a lot of really cool stuff going on um, in the world of the listener right now. And like I said, the miniatures, the dice coming out, the dice are so, so cool. They're going to look like human bones. I'm really excited about that. Um, I, I want things to be different, man. You know, things should be cool and refreshing almost, you know. I saw a guy um, comment on a video I was watching not long ago. And he was like, we're tired of DC and Marvel all the time. Give us something that can compete, you know, a book that will compete. And I was like, you know what, man, this is it. This is my calling right now. This is my time to give you something that you've never gotten before. And, um, you know, the only person that can mess me up is me, man. So as long as I'm writing good shit and people are enjoying it, that's, that's all there is to it. You know, and we're doing it for a good cause. We're, you know, we're getting stories out that people don't hear. We're getting, you know, uh, theology out there that people have never heard of, you know, which is interesting as well. Because some of the coolest stories come from religions that you didn't even know existed. You know, you know, people talk about, you know, pagan myths and stuff. I use the Morgan a lot in the listener later on, you know, um, the four horsemen you know, are featured prominently in later, uh, absolutely. Even Arn Anderson, get out of here. Um, you know, we, we feature them prominently in the listener, especially starting in like issue 20, you know, and then we've also got the seven deadly sins, you know, so I'm excited to be able to bring my own takes on these characters to people, you know, because people can go, Oh, they're stale. They've been done. Not like this. I can assure you they've not been done like this because of the fact that there's only one of me. Okay. You know, we all say that shit and we're all like, they broke the mold and they talk about, you know, there's nothing original anymore. Pick up the first book, pick up the first book. Tell me I'm not original. I won't argue with you, but I'll say this. Don't say it until you've read it. You know, there's, there's there's plenty of people that put out books, okay? There's plenty of, plenty of people that'll be like, oh, don't say that. Don't tell people that shit. There's plenty of people that put out books that are just rehashed stories from 15 years ago that you've never read before. You know what I mean? There's a plenty of that shit's done. I'm giving you something new, and in a world where everything is recycled, read the book. I'm, I'm pleading with you for your own entertainment get something different you know and then you'll be cool as shit down the road if it if it keeps going further and further and gets more awesome as it goes which it will it'll build um you know then come back you know then tell me how you feel about it you know because right now with all these projects going we're already at the future all these projects you know so you look at the 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 flagship title from Calabunga Comics, the listener, right now, and you go, holy cow, they're they're about to put out book two. Okay, what you don't know is 
when I get done with book two and I get into book three and book three is finished, I'm putting out a trade paperback and I'm putting out uh, in multi-language trade paperback, you know, cause there's plenty of people that have asked, Hey, look, are you going to put it out in Spanish? You're going to put it out in anything else. Well, as soon as book three comes out, it's going to be a trade paperback and it will be in Spanish. Really excited about that uh, because, you know, our heritages, they, they, they mesh, you know, so I'd like to make sure that we, you know, we take care of people. Um, and I've already got a translator and stuff, so it's all great. What's going on, Kevin? Bet that's Kevin. Kevin. From NSC Live TV. It better be. I tagged him like in like nine things today or something. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, but um, like you said, yeah, uh, they've, they've been real good to me. Porn, so. Oh, well, as long as they're not foreign, I mean, <laughs> you don't want to do that. It's not very good. I, I said that. I go, in this time, it wasn't porn. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> but oh, I'm sorry. We, we I are mean, putting I together. Pawn, like, you know, the pawn brokers. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I could, I could see those guys being involved with pawn brokers. There might be some cool stuff in there, you know. I like to go to a pawn shop every now and then, find something cool. You know, yeah, whatever. You just, you just, you just um, find like, you know, somebody that was desperate enough to sell like their collection of X Men to uh, to the pawn shop, and then you can buy them like, you know, at a at a good price. That man, that look, way, because I I know you never get enough of bagging and boarding X Men books. So, oh yeah, well, hey, I like I said, I'm on like long box eight of X Men today, so I'm ready to. I'm ready to get into a different letter, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, having pushed forward and moved as far as we have, I think for the first time now, you know, after talking to people like yourself and numerous other people and people in the business know that have told me that I needed to start being more positive about my own book, you know, because I'm my own worst critic. Um, I, I, I'm to the point where I'm confident now, you know, and for the first time since this started, confidence was not something I had because, you know, you're putting your money out there, you're putting your product out there. It's a very um, daunting task. And I am very confident. I'm confident that to this day, that if you pick up the book, you'll enjoy it, you know, for one reason or another, you know, if it's not the story, it'll be the artwork. It's not the artwork, it'll be the story and vice versa. You know, the things that are in between the underliers and, you know, we, um, I'm a big time animal fan. You know, I love animals, especially dogs and wolves and, you know, the concepts of, you know, spirituality. And I, I, I think that that also draws people, you know, we have a, you know, somebody, I can't remember, Kyle Willis said it to me. He said, uh, it checks all the boxes. And he is not the only person that said that to me. And eventually you get to the point where you got to start beating ass and just people, you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, we, we have to just, we have to believe in our own product and our own talents. And it's hard for a lot of people to believe that we can do something and accomplish it. Um, and it's, 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 it's a world we live in, you know, in the generation that we grew up in where 
you know, we weren't given things, you know, we were born in the eighties or I was born in the eighties and I wasn't giving stuff. I had to, I had to work for everything I had, you know, whether it was, you know, $5 from my grandfather at the end of the week for working on the farm, you know, to get my first couple comic books or, you know, even pogs speaking of pawn pogs, you know, pogs. so absolutely. And slammers and stuff, you know, and those, you know, that kind of stuff, you, you get to the point where you, your things seem so hard as you're, as you're growing up that when you do accomplish something, it's almost like, is it real that you've accomplished it? I can't tell you how incredible it's been to work with the people that are on our team, you know, just to be like, holy cow, that guy did a book with me or a book with me, you know, or they're doing the interior art. These are, these are incredible artists, incredible, just amazingly talented people. And to count myself amongst this group of people is just something that you, you can't put a dollar on that. You know what I'm saying? You can't put a, a price on the fact that people have your best wishes out there and are, you know, working hard to help you accomplish your goals, you know? Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm blown away by the responses. I'm blown away by the podcasters that reach out and are like, this is awesome. Come back and talk some more, shoot the shit with us. You know, uh, I'm thankful for the guys that only have me on once, you know, I'm, you know, there are, there are plenty of people that will read the book and go, you know, there, there's deeper things to this. There's, you know, when's the next book coming out? You yourself have done it to me on numerous occasions. When am I getting my copy of book two? You know, when's it coming out? Um, uh, and as soon as. <laughs> as soon as man, as soon as we get the dialogue added, um, I have a meeting tomorrow at 8 a.m. with the uh, the letterer. So as soon as as soon as the dialogue gets added, you know, you guys will, all the podcasters will get their digital copies. You know what I mean? So you guys will get to read it and get to see it. Um, it's a real process because once you've done it once, like I said, you want to improve on everything you've done. Mm -hmm. So you're literally going in there and you're checking spot checking every little thing that's involved. Um, and if, if I didn't have the team, I do the, you know, my wife being my editor, you know, and to, you know, checking in on me and making sure I'm doing this or having this done or scheduling me for shows or anything, I'd lose my mind. You know what I mean? I'm very, very thankful. Uh, for for everyone involved, and like I said, I mentioned before, Will, I try to drop all the cool stuff on your show because you're one of the first people we ever talked to. So, so um, I'm going to continue to try to do that, um, you know, and make sure everybody gets the stuff they need to see, and you know, gets the cool shit. And I've got some stuff I'm going to send you probably tomorrow evening that's going to blow your socks off. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then. You know, like I mentioned, we got a lot more Kickstarter this time. We've got posters and soaps and figures. And uh, before I forget, we are doing a character biography. I think I mentioned that last time we talked. We're doing a 30-character uh, character biography for this Kickstarter. Um, I'm not showing off anything for it. It's going to be only available through the Kickstarter. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think we're only doing like 30 of them 
And like, truthfully, I think we're only going to print 30 of them uh, because they're going to be so nice that I, I, I want it to be a piece that, you know, years to come is one of the coolest pieces you were able to get for this series. Um, I'm excited about that. And I've got a bunch of the artwork through already. Um, and then like, you know, we've, we've brought in, we talked about David Acampo earlier, you know, uh, Eric Viola is still with us, still killing it. I mean, he just finished the last page nights back. Um, and that's been awesome. You know, he's, he's been a driving force for me since he, he joined the team at the beginning of book one, you know, you know, pushing through and, you know, with his own ideas and his own thoughts and stuff. And it's, it's always really cool because we mesh, you know, doing that all together. We're always on the same page at the end of the book. Um, and you can always be guaranteed that at the end of it, we both put our pencils down that it's the best that you could possibly get. You know, there, there, there couldn't be better of what we were trying to give you. Um, you know, and then Gabby, Gabby's working on the biography that I just mentioned. She's literally doing every character. You guys, this is going to be insane. Like she's doing artwork for 30 characters for this book. So you're literally getting like 30 covers in this book. Plus, you know, story for each of these uh, biographies for each of those. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. Um, and then I don't, uh, the, the cover we've talked about, uh, I'm not going to give you guys any more detail on that cover because it's going to be absolutely brutal. Um, and then, We've got Adam Fields. Uh, he, Adam is a staple of our team. You know, we've talked about his artwork and we showed off a little piece of his cover just a little bit ago. Um, I mean, and then we got Marissa Pope back and she's absolutely incredible. You know, she's working really hard. She's putting out a lot of coverage, guys. If you haven't seen Marissa's stuff, you need to definitely pay attention because she's, she's already getting real notable, man. And you want to get in on the ground level for new artists and stuff. Trust an old dog in this business. I'm telling you. Well, you know, when those, those covers start popping. Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike's a beast. You know, he, he is definitely the Jedi master. Um, and you know, she, she's just put out books. She's about to do another cover cover for Mount Olympus. I know she's got a lot going on with them. She just did one with Marat Michaels. Um, don't sleep on her guys. She's incredible. Um, and you know, yeah, DeBolfo is all over it, you know, and it, he's an awesome guy and amazing artist. Um, do we have him back on a cover in the next issue or two? That'll be exciting. Um, but he's crazy schedule just like Marissa. Now Marissa's all over a bunch of books. So hopefully you guys keep endorsing her and she gets to the point where she can do this full time. That'd be awesome. Um, you know, and then, like I said, Inked has helped us a lot. You know, they're they're a super welcome member of our team. Um, we've got a, some really cool pieces um, done by uh, Gabby that we'll be showing off here shortly. Um, and I, I really want to tell you guys about the team for the other book, but I want to make sure schedules and stuff are situated before I do that. So the next time I'm on live with uh, Will, we'll talk a little bit more about the second book about who's doing all the interiors, you know, all the, you know, uh, line work and lettering, uh, inking the whole nine, uh, just 
you know that David is doing interior colors for that. He'll still be doing covers for the listener. So really excited um, that we've, we've built this all around, you know, you know, we don't have a B plus member on our team. You know, everybody's amazing. Um, I'm, I'm literally thinking, you know, Gabby being a tattoo artist, I just put a really cool video up on Facebook about her today. If you guys haven't checked that out, you should. Uh, they did a nice little bio on her the other day in her store, which was really, really cool. Um, I worked with David or I worked with Eric to make sure that, like I said, you guys get this amazing last page. I have, I think that the last page is the most powerful image of a book because it's the page that you get left off on, you know, what's next. Um, we just finished the last page for book two the other night and it's so good. I'm literally probably going to get a piece of it tattooed. Like I'm tattooed all over anyway, but it's really, really good uh, on the Facebook group. Um, it's arrows and it's got these lines coming down off the arrows representing binding. Uh, I'm really excited. No one seems to know what the tattoo's of, though, like uh, what it's on. So I'm excited about that, too. I put it up there thinking maybe somebody would figure it out. Uh, haven't seen anybody figure it out yet. Um, the art well, contest. I have to. I got a question. Go quick. When are you going to fly down to Florida and have Gabby do a listener tattoo on you? All my tattoos, like majority of, well, except for that one. And this one, uh, Gabby's done almost every tattoo on my body. Um, and I would, oh, if you don't think I'll do that, hey, uh, Kevin, we need to make that happen. I'll fly down to Florida and get a listener tattoo by Gabby. You know, we, she and I have talked to it all, uh, talked about it a couple times already. She actually brought it up before I did because she was like, You're gonna get a listener tattoo, aren't you? And I was like, Oh, yeah, you know, um. We were talking about the, you know, the burning headdress and, you know, that's pretty much a staple for our book. Um, but I think this, this other piece is even better for me. So I'm going to probably get it done. Um, I've given away a little, a couple hints about it now that we've talked about it. And I, I don't know that anybody's going to figure out what it is before we, before the book comes out or before the podcasters get their copies, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be absolutely insane when you guys see this artwork. Um, I'll say something else about the covers that are really important. I mentioned earlier that comic book covers, I feel like they should have something to do with the story. I think it's very important that you know, they have something to do. Um, so there's a lot of tombstones in the covers for book two. Not everybody's safe in the listener. Not everybody's safe in the listener. So, um, you know, even in the promotional artwork we've shown, there's a stone that actually RIP the listener on it, you know? So, um, you know, there's a lot of things you guys got to read between the lines to understand what we've got going on. And that, that brings it in more depth, I think. So, um, the posters will be everything else. You guys really don't forget to sign up, go on there, click the follow button. It's a $25 book that you guys are copping for nothing. So, you know, make sure you guys get a chance to get it. I don't have a lot of those left. Adam's covers have sold very well. Um, make sure you guys get on there. All you got to do is click the button, you know, take a screenshot, 
email it to me at Dustin at the listener and we'll put you in for the drawing. The drawing will be held on February 15th along with, um, it does sound like a stretch goal, doesn't it? Um, you know, so there's a lot going on. Um, Speaking of stretch goals, though, we're going to announce on February 15th that we've partnered with a cool group um, that just finished, uh, well, is about to finish their own Kickstarter, and we're going to put their digital copy as a stretch goal for us. So we'll see how that goes. I'm really excited about that as well. Um, Now, along with soap, we've also got, I'm working on t-shirts and ball caps too right now. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And beanie would be good. I need to do a beanie, man. A beanie would be good because it's been real cold this year, like really cold this year. So I think a, a beanie would fit right in. Um, I mean, even in the warmer states, as long as it looks good and the colors uh, pretty vibrant and stuff, it'll be sweet. Um, so February fifteenth, we go live launch party with comicry. You know, that'll be comic Rotary's launch party as well. Like. I mentioned before we'll be part of the nsc road show so we'll have a lot of fun people on as well um and you know we'll be bullshitting about the listener all the time on there too um and that's the spot man you know make sure you're there february 15th we're gonna have all kinds of cool people on a lot of the listener team will be on you know talking shit and answering questions and then we'll be playing a little bit of road to sin so you know, make sure that you guys hop in, hang out for a little bit. Um, said everybody's going to be fielding questions. So if you've got anything cool you're wor- uh, wondering about, you know, you've got a favorite character or anything, uh, we just ended the art contest. So we've got a couple pieces of art from fans that will be put into the ne- one of the next books coming up, and they'll get all kinds of accolades for that. So we're excited to, to show off some cool fan art. Um, and, man, some of that fan art – is very different than fan art when I was a kid, man, because some of the stuff that came in was just brutal, you know, like really, really good. Um, so I'm excited. Um, we're going to have our a uh, couple of our buddies from uh, our UK store that, uh, you know, James Hull's store, he sells our books over in the UK, so he's going to be part of the game. We're really excited about that. He has also got a um, – copy uh, a store cover for the listener that he'll be selling uh, after the, uh, I think he's taking pre-orders, but he'll be selling it after the Kickstarter ends. And um, Inked has got their own copy of book to the listener coming out. It'll be popping off after the Kickstarter ends too. So we're really excited oh, mean, to be able to do that for them as well. You mean this guy's got his own version of the book? Oh, it is that guy. It, it is, is that guy. Are, I am doing uh, growing out the beard uh, for uh, it's my thing for uh, for the listener, right? I'm I'm I'm, be- I'm beard backing. So there you go. Beard ba- I'm I'm with you. I I'm like beard backing. That. I like that. <laughs> I might just I might trim mine a little bit on the sides though to make sure that I can with you know all that majestic beard you've got going on because mine is just not mine. Long. Mine. I feel like I got the whole gray thing going, and it's it's. It bugged me at first, but then it kind of made this kind of, I don't know, made me feel more regal than I am, I guess. So You can't argue that. A good-looking beard is it's a thing, man. I'm not going to knock uh, it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put, put this out here for the people who don't know, though. My wife got me this really nice um, 
beard stuff that you put in to shape it and do all kind of stuff oh, yeah. with it and beer smell good wonderful pack of stuff for for the holidays right it does not go well with the mask let me just let me just throw that out there it, was, it smelled <laughs> good and it was awesome and then I, I put the mask on i was like oh my god i can't escape it, <laughs> it just, right absolutely i like beer butter man i like oh. the beer butter i like the beer wash um my wife bought like me this beer. really cool <laughs> my wife bought me this really cool like um boar's hair brush yep. and i was like well that's a my face gets dry under the beard yeah, i don't know too, if that's yeah. a thing for yep. oh, it does. But i get yeah. real dry so um so what she did was she bought me this brush and she was like use it in the shower i was like ah. she's like just hear me out after you wash it scrub it yeah you know in the shower and it gets all the dry skin out and stuff man it was like such a cool thing and i was like man, i haven't been using this like 20 years now you know what i mean this is awesome now, now you know why the dog has that look on it when you're doing the brush <laughs> absolutely for sure for sure uh, so um we're we're definitely you know um thankful for our our teammates and everybody involved like i was saying but we've got you know if you're not into the soap you know my mom mentioned it the other night she thought it was silly because you know women may not like the soap so we're all also doing candles of the same scent uh, as the soap that we're going to be adding as an add-on. Um, okay. So I'm really now, excited about that. Now, because you said candles, uh -oh. it reminded me of this story from the other week. Remember one of the girls from Friends who came out with a candle that was supposedly smelled like her vajayjay? Oh, Lord, no, but that's funny. <laughs> so uh, I think it was the uh, the actress that played the guitar. The loopy okay. one. Yeah, right, uh, right. So her big marketing campaign was her vagina candle. Oh, and no. it was supposed to smell like her vajayjay. Now, how many scientists did she get in a room on a scratch and sniff test to get this right. Man, and what, I, came, I came in at the wrong time. <laughs> and what day of the month, the, what the day really the month was it? I'm like, what the hell? But this, the, the, the reason of this story is to tell, tell the following story. It made it back in the news uh, about a week and a half ago. Well, I got to say, that is like absolutely the... The worst segue ever. <laughs> that's like, that's like, that went. We just we just took the listener count probably went I mean, way I up. I was I was like, oh no, yeah. he's not going there. <laughs> Please don't go there. If we're selling vagina smelling candles, people are probably going to get in on it. <laughs> probably, yeah. That's that's yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love I love the show. Fair, don't get me I'm, wrong, but but that was like, oh, I know he's not going there. <laughs> I can see it. We are not. I can see the, Vagina-smelling candles. Let me put that out there real quick. So the, it hit the news about a week and a half ago, and it was in the papers over in the UK. A woman that bought her Vajayjay candle lit it to set, to set the house, and I don't know why, but her Vajayjay exploded all over this woman's house. Like the candle blew up. That's horrible. So, 
I, I, I guess her you know, had to like, somebody grab it with a spatula, run outside while it was on fire, flip it onto the curb. I, no, I just, and I did this just to I don't know, man. No, no, I, got, I got something to I got something to, to remedy this to, to pull this back out of the to get this more out of the gutter. We're gonna pull, I'm gonna work on it. Um I have several uh customers and friends overseas. And and I've always paid attention to marketing overseas for years, and 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 it's interesting the comparisons between marketing overseas versus marketing here. And the soap, for instance, Zest commercials here. Of course, you see the towel and they're moving around, and it's kind of like Alfred Hitchcock, right? They're hinting about things, and you're not going to see anything. It's public television. In Europe, though, it's it's like Cinemax advertising. Okay, they they when they get out of the shower, they're out of the shower. They don't care. Here, you know, public television or not, that's just kind of how it is. And it's, it may have changed in the last few years, but when I was coming up through the marketing ranks, I've been in this for, for many years, that's how it was. It was, you know, it was more like the, um, the Benny Hill version of everything, right? You know, if you're, right. if you're not familiar with Benny Hill, Benny Hill's humor is way different. Um, and always kind of pans off of that, but that's, uh, that's kind of how things go over there. And, um, it's always interesting talking with um, customers and friends over there, how, we got to talking about different marketing campaigns, different things, and their relevance to certain words are just a little bit different, and it kind of becomes oh, no. interesting. There's a, there's a friend of mine that's, that's redoing a house over there right now, and I said, oh, so he was doing sheetrock, and I said, oh, you're doing this, this, and this, because I've done a bunch of remodel for my own house and stuff. And right. He kind of said, and we're doing a, a talk like this video, and he said, what what is that? I was like, well, that's that stuff you got on the wall. Yeah, but that's not what we call it. <laughs> you know, it, just, oh, it was just—it was just funny how it kind of went back and forth. But anyway, for sure, for sure. Well, but, that's yeah. better than the gutter. And thank you, Kevin, for I saving was, us. I was trying to PG thirteen us right out of the right out of the hole there. No, but um, <laughs> there's uh, if if uh, if you hadn't got a chance though, if you hadn't got a chance seriously to to take a look at any of this uh, the previous campaign or any of the artwork, you're really missing out. Um. I've, I've put this book all over the place and showed several people and just get nothing but positive feedback on the story, uh, the artwork, the, the, as I mentioned before, the mesh of the two. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff. I get to see, I get privy to a lot of stuff behind the scenes, what's coming up in the next few books and just blown away each and every time. So uh, that's something that um, I've, I've talked with several other podcasters out there. We got some other shows lining up. Um, uh, we have another premiere for a show and that we could talk about that's going to be out on the 15th. I'm going to, you're fixing to start seeing some stuff hit the net tonight, but we're still zeroing in on the time. But uh, you're going to see on uh, February the 15th, which is when the listener launches, it will launch and coincide with the launch of Atomic Camaraderie, which Dustin and I host. So you'll see a lot of good things. You'll get a chance to hear about different behind the scenes from the cast. Really looking forward to the show. We're going to have a couple of guest uh, people come in. We're going to kind of hold on to that for right now, but we're going to have a couple people drop in and chat that you're really going to want to hear from. Um, but just the talk itself about how the book's coming together, how, how where we were, where it's going, where they're, where they're taking it, all those things as a team effort is going to be a really, really great conversation. So you'll see some things when we zero on the time. should be around 7 Eastern, um, but we're going to go ahead and lock that in for sure when everybody's schedules kind of all gel together. So oh, I'm excited, man. I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm like over the moon excited. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have Will on our show at least once. Oh yeah, crazy oh, will. Yeah. We'll have crazy will on there, and uh, we'll have him leave his his candles at home 
You know, we don't <laughs> yeah. need any of those. Kevin will send me an MDA. Oh. No, no candle talk. No, no candle. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no candles from Will. Uh, to be fair, they smell entirely different than the candles that we're adding as add-ons. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Very different. <laughs> to be fair, well, I, I got to I gotta tell you, the, the soap I dare is genius because once we get to go back to conventions, there's this little thing called con crud. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, when did wearing a mask totally take any kind of, I don't know, I'm trying to find the best wording here. Just common decency to go out in public, man. Brush your hair. You know, man. Hygiene. Brush your hygiene teeth. went out the window, man. Hygiene went. And what is the the mask? This much of your face is not going to guard the rest of your body. That's what's right. going on? Okay. <laughs> Just, <laughs> get, you, get yourself over to that Kickstarter and get yourself some of that soap. Get you some. Get you some soap and get with it, man. Get you. Man, some, get you, you some listener soap and get what, out there. I, I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, the other night I've known for many, many years. And it was like, you know, can you imagine? All right, hear me out. Cause it may not be for everybody, but I know a lot of guys that have been in this business a long time and are older dudes that enjoy like some whiskey, some good scotch and being able to have that smell, you know, while you're, you know, out and about and enjoying yourself or, you know, even at home, sitting and reading a good book, or maybe it was a listener you were reading, you know, whatever, but, you know, you happen to be chilling with this good book, and you've got a candle burning in your house that makes your whole zone smell like a really, really good place. You know, it's not that it's masculine, you know, because it is, you know, but there are you, there are numerous people, that, women that I know that like masculine smells and they like that smell around them you know what i mean and same with dudes i like a good smell you know what i mean i'm a huge fan of nautica you know i'm a massive fan of nautica but it's it's just nice to be in a zone like when i read i love my kids but i don't love my kids around when i'm reading you right. know what i mean so it's like or if you're trying to watch a good movie you know you're chilling you're in your zone you know, anything you can do to further pull yourself into that realm, you know, like we talked about having, um, you know, we talked, we've talked about dog tags before Kevin and I, we've talked about, you know, the, um, patches. I, to this day, I'm still stuck on patches. You know, I would love to do patches and, but it brings you, it breaks that fourth wall. It pulls you into such, it, it's a much more, uh, private feeling you know you're, you're brought in to something on another level than you were previously well, well, instead of just being an outsider those two things smells and music bring you back to certain points in your life absolutely and certain so people are connected sure. to that for sure so when i start blaring you know pantera and lamb of god and stuff and you know you guys may not hang out but then if we go and we get Tom Petty and whatnot, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the doors, maybe I'll, you know, get a different crowd of people going too. Man, I, but, I worked at a record shop when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've been exposed to it all. Right. So, I mean, you'd be surprised to see the eclectic man. list of music that I have in my collection. Very and, eclectic and list. I, and I was uh, a DJ for 35 awesome. years. So, 
Well, there you go. We got if I I gotta yeah, I gotta yeah. send you a terabyte drive and get you to burn me whatever you got sitting over there, man. Because I just we right we put a lot of music. I put a lot of music on in the background all the time when when I'm doing a lot of stuff late at night. For I'll sure, up, for sure. I end up plugging in. I end up talking to Dustin or Phil. I end up talking to Phil. Like we're both kind of vampires in that situation. So, right, um, yeah. Well, y'all don't sleep at all. We don't. Like, I don't even we understand don't. how you like function. Like I was doing. Um, I was up doing uh, dialogue super late. And I, I, I don't know how y'all do it. Like, I'll get up and I feel like I'm dying, you know. You know, when you were kids, it was like you could go forever. You know, you could oh, go yeah. days at a time. Yeah. Now I'm like 35 and going, oh, my God, if I don't get eight hours, I'm not going to make it. Well, you, 35. You, you, oh, you my had, God. You add a little bit more to that and um, you'll be where I'm at. And then then you'll know. Um, that I can be a vampire. Yeah, that I'm you can be a vampire, too. Because <laughs> there, if I get four hours of sleep. Four is about all I need to charge me for the day. My son has this is the same way. Um, my oldest boy, my youngest boy can sleep forever. My wife needs sleep. My youngest son needs sleep. Um, you know, uh, it's just, you know, we got, we got three boys and, and the oldest two, I guess the oldest, well, the oldest one needs sleep. The middle one is the one that can just spike, you know, with, with no amount of time. It's the vampire gene. It is. It's, they've got the vampire gene. But um, me, no, yeah. I've, if I get six hours, I, I probably feel like I've slept too much and I missed out on two hours or something I could have done. See, so, that's how I've been feeling lately. I'm like, man, I got so many things in the pot that I need to be not sleeping. You know, like, in my in my twenties and thirties, I could go four, five, or six hours sleep, and I'd be I'd be raring to go. And uh, you know, friends of mine said to me, "Well, that's because you're a high functioning alcoholic." And I go, "I go, I'm not an alcoholic. I've never been to a freaking meeting." Yeah. And, well, they, you know, well yeah. see, you, you love the smell of whiskey in a car, then. So, hey, see, it works. I mean, that's, you yeah, know. absolutely. Well, I, love this, I love the smell of whiskey in a car as long as there's not a cop next to me. <laughs> you know, okay, my look. dad. My dad brought that up the other day. He was like, "You know, you guys get that soap. <laughs> you, <laughs> you guys are gonna have to give it to cops too." And I was like, "Hey, man, if they get the book and they want to add it on, let them add it on. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. then, then you can be like, hey." You know, you get pulled over and he comes up and you're like, oh, you bought the soap too. Yeah. You know, I'm not drinking. It's just the soap, man. That's just all you're smelling. That's, that's, the best, that's the best line ever. It's just the soap, man. That's soap. it. That's it. Dude, get close. Get close. You yeah, know what it's I mean? just that. Yeah. Well, you know, you, <laughs> well, see, I don't need I'm, to walk the line. Just get close. This is the soap. And I'm, I'm from the South. So I'm going to tell you what. I amazed my wife, who's from the East Coast, on, on drive through liquor stores. Okay, that's a thing, right? We have those. Had those ever since I was a kid. You drive through these barns, and on both sides are whatever under the sun you want. If you want to, there, there's drive-through daiquiri places, right? I when I brought it down here to meet my dad and my kids, we swung by the, the shop, and and they put a straw over the lid, or the or right. the, the hole in the lid, or the straw itself, one or the other. Sometimes they hang you the straw, sometimes they just cover it. Either way, they deem it not that's an open cool, container. Man. That's awesome. How cool so is that? That's yeah. I mean, and we were we were on the beach, right? So let me let me set the stage here. Um, Myrtle Beach is like the the upper echelon playground, right? It's kind of like um, kind of like Destin, Florida, um, or I say mid, you know, upper mid grade for me, <laughs> I should say. Um, right, right. But but so Destin, you know, they call it, you know, they get the Emerald Coast, right? It's real pretty water, emerald water, and white sands, and, and Myrtle Beach is was, you know, now. Um, not so snow snazzy the last couple of years it's kind of been nicknamed murder beach but anyway that's a 
Good Lord. That's a different show. But right, um, right. But uh, that being said, um, they weren't privy to any of this kind of stuff. Like I had gone to a festival over there, and, and most of the time you see me, I end up being a cowboy hat rather than a baseball hat. So right. I'm at, at, at the Country Music Festival, right? 100,000 people at Myrtle Beach. You know, um, Kenny Chesney's there and all kind of people. And um, we hung out with a couple different musicians backstage and um, sure. I, got to, I got to chant with Dirk Bentley and stuff. And so, you know, Dirk Bentley's like, I don't know, he comes up to like right here on me. So, and that's the what was I thinking guy, right? I, I didn't, yeah, I, yeah, I, and I didn't, and I didn't see that coming. Like, I kind of that was shooting from below, right? So, right, like him and and him and the guy, you know, um, from Bon Jovi, and all those people purposefully get shot from the bottom so they seem like they're eight foot tall. But anyway, ah, okay. so I'm I'm there, and um, I'm like one of four people in a cowboy hat, and the other couple of them are up on stage. I'm like, this is just not right. I'm in a, in a country music thing, and um. So I go to leave the festival to go to the bar across the street, which is actually the bar where Alabama started, by the way. And I go to go to the bar and my wife's like, stop, stop. I was like, what do you do? She's like, you got a beer in your hand. I'm like, okay, A, I'm of age. B, it's after hours. And C, I'm not driving anywhere. What? what?" She's like, no, no, you can't leave the grounds. I was like, but there's a bar like 30 foot right there. She's like, it can't leave from the country grounds, from from this festival, crossing the street to the bar. You cannot, you cannot bring alcohol that far. And I was amazed because I brought her back down where I'm from. And at the beach, there's people driving four wheelers and there's people just, there's beer on four wheelers and back. And she's like, this is unreal. I've never, I didn't know this existed. (laughs) I did. There you go. Well, if we can have a festival, if we can have a festival on anything, frog festival, rain festival, tamale festival, um, crawfish festival, there's a, I have a calendar right. in there somewhere. It's every festival that we've ever come up with and still coming up with. I mean, sadly, as, as, a, as a state, um, when Mardi Gras happened, they didn't stop Mardi Gras for COVID and they're suffering for it now. That's a whole different. Oh, wow. Don't do it. So the mayor is like, sorry, my bad. We had it anyway and we kind of really didn't mean to, but sorry, we got the whole half the state. Oh, man. This was last Mardi Gras. They're still suffering for that. that. I've got sucks. pictures of. I've got pictures of Bourbon Street, which has never been vacant in my lifetime. Vacant now, like you don't see even a rat running by. Wow! I mean, it's just like bad. Um, there, there, there's that's craziness, um, man. It, it's crazy, and and when it comes to New Orleans and that kind of thing, like I said, from from that end of the world, um, I actually get a chance to be um, a, a representative or a go-to guy or something for different books and stuff that want to talk about New Orleans. Um, I'm actually. Um, doing that kind of repping thing for another book. That's actually, you know, the, the city itself is a character within the book, right? As, right, as, right. Back, as backdrops can be. So, um, right. I'm getting a chance to tell them about, you know, that's what drew us together to talk was about new Orleans itself. And he's like, well, I got this backdrop is new Orleans. So I got to do your book. That's just all there is. To <laughs> it. But, I love um, it. There's uh there's so many different aspects though of the setting that you've created and the universe that you've created. I loved when you told me about the idea of the book that had all the different, groupings of all the different characters and what all they did right you're, yeah. you're basically your go-to guide um and that thing i'm gonna tell you right now and you heard it here like you said that book is gonna be sharp i know i got my copy on reserve so there's and he's yeah. probably keeping one right so there's 28 now <laughs> available to, the, to the rest of everybody so just saying that the number's dropping pretty quickly here so you better uh you better jump on it quick yeah i'm i'm crazy excited about that i'm crazy excited about the fact that 
you know, Gabby is putting in hour upon hour to get that book together. Um, one fun thing about that is I wrote a mini story for each character that we have. So that's 30 mini stories that are going to be in this compilation book. You know, you're going to get full on writing from me, not just like comic style. You're getting legitimate stories for each of these characters. Um, and it'll come with a full page of art with the story. And then um, the guys that submitted their artwork to us, the fan art that came in and the promotional art will also all be put into these pages. So you guys will get to see Gabby's work next to somebody else's work for some of these pages for fan art that came in. And so it was very exciting um, to see that go down and, We've had the, you know, uh, Artist Express has been super helpful helping us figure out how we're going to get that to you guys and stuff because it's such a, um, I don't know that I've ever seen a book out, outside of Brian Polito's Lady Death that have ever done a cover like we're attempting for this particular project. Um, it's fantastical to say the least. Like, um, you know, you don't get... I don't like gimmick, you know, Kevin, you've mentioned you don't like the word gimmick either. I'm not a fan right. of gimmick, um, but it's a out of the war, like out of your normal cover type of deal. You know what I'm saying? So it's I, I, when we talked about it, I think like you point out it, it, if you do it in this kind of situation where it, it has something to do with the book or the atmosphere of the story, then it works. And then I think this really works. I think as we talked Absolutely. about, as, as we were developing this, I think it really works for this setting. Um, for sure. And, and and once it's unveiled, we can talk about a little bit more, but if we were going to go a different route, other options that would have been out there, but um, it, it works for this. I think so. I think that, um, and we, we actually did do a title for it. And Heather told me to make sure I mentioned the title. Uh, it is Guy's journal is how it's, is it's coming across. Um, and a lot of these short stories that I mentioned are actually pinned from his point of view on these characters. Um, I had a lot of fun with that, whereas we were going back and forth. Um, like if we would edit something, we were editing it like it was in his hand. Like it wasn't like I went in and moved things around. It actually looks like he's crossed words out and written over top of them and stuff. It's going to be a really cool, um, a really cool piece of the history of the listener. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah. Uh, Kevin mentioned before people on it. It's 28 it may seem like a lot. 28 is nothing, you know? So yeah, you get 28 fans that want to get their hands on it. Don't, don't be that guy that has to pay $150 to get it later. I think it's going to sell out. I think it's going to be as soon as it hits. When people even hint to see what it is, when we put that out there, it's it's gone. It's there's no doubt in my mind it's gone. I'm fairly certain. I'm ex I'm excited about it. Uh, I know that um, you know we may we may as well. I, I mean, you may as well settle for soap if you're if you're not if you're not situated early and get in on that day that we release because soap's going to be the next coolest. I think. Um, oh yeah, but you know we're like I said we mentioned we're doing road sin as well, so we're gonna show that off a little bit. Um, we need a we need a trail you know, scented. We need a road scented and a trail scented. 
Yeah. Oh, trail scented would be cool, trail right? Trail scented. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Um, you know, I'm not going to go as far as try to give you guys like werewolf wet dog scent. No, 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 I'll no. I'll give no. you. Um, <laughs> oh. I'll give you. <laughs> I'll Look, give you. Um, Kevin brought us out of the nosedive I put us in. If you're trying well, to get back there, I'm, I'm hey, looking look. hard over here. And then Dustin not going back. into. Yeah, I'm. I'm giving you wet wolf balls. Wet wolf. Uh. <laughs> that, that is not what I said. But that's <laughs> funny. You know, I, I was gonna go into. You know, we could do kilt kelt scents too, because you know. But we're not gonna go. Uh, we're not gonna go. In. And let, let me just give into that route the, either. Let me um, just give that's not a the good teenagers one. We don't want that one. Through the th let me give a. I got to do a quick PSA for the teenagers up through the thirty-somethings, which includes you. When you go to a convention, Axe Body Wash is not <laughs> washing your body. Take a shower. Okay. <sighs> Brought to you by Creators Outpost. <laughs> right. Where you want to be? Where you don't want to be outed at the convention. Make sure you use Axe Body Spray. <laughs> Right. If you come, if Man. you come near my booth, the firefighter is going to come around the other side and hose you down. Uh, oh no, uh, that's hilarious. And if you go um, convention, make sure you use oh, a listener soap with a splash of trail scent. So I wanted to share something with you because, right. uh, no, no, something good. Uh, I'm going to screen share my uh my podcast platform. Uh, the screens that I see. So show us, please. Now, if you if you look over here, that's you. You have the highest listeners and downloads from my podcast. I appreciate that. How cool is that? Then, 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 um, then we're doing our job, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm doing something right, right? I mean, I, I, had, I had a long talk with I had a long talk with an anchor uh, the other day, and and um, we talked about to me and, and him as well, inking and and what inking, paginating, uh, and marketing, right? All kind of fall and and letters for that matter. We talked with letter about the same thing. It all falls under the same category. If we're doing our job, nobody says anything. It just kind of trucks along and the campaign looks wonderful and everybody's happy and we got cases of soap going out and everybody's chill. If something goes a little bit one way or the other, everybody's like, what did you do? Why didn't you do that? <laughs> and I, I tell people it's the horse to water scenario. And Dustin and I have talked about this many times. Yep, yep. Our job is to bring the crowd. Your job is to bring the product, right? So we put right. the right product with the right crowd so you – as the product person, have to be have your game on. Dustin's got his For game sure. on. He's there. He's ready. He's got it all together. It's those one that you that you deal with that aren't quite there yet that you end up kind of you know what I call fourth and thirty five, right? You, you're 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 trying to get them to a certain point, and getting there that's probably where some of this gray comes from. Um, <laughs> we love it. I love a good campaign. I love a getting in there in a good fight. Not that a wonderfully articulated campaign is boring by any means because they're all fun. 
But when you have eight to ten of them going mm. on at once, and then you have this one that just keeps boom, 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 popping up, it's just man, it gets the blood going, right? Um, they're all fun, and don't be poisoning the horse, there. though. You know what I'm saying? No, yep. no, we're, we're no, not no. yet. Yeah, don't, don't, don't come to these guys and be like, I've got the great water, you know, and then they bring it and it's like stagnant and it's bugs flying around it and stuff. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't bring them the poison water, guys. We, we, uh, we, have, we is have pretty cool. Well, I appreciate that. We, we, we've tried to, we've tried to, um, bring a little bit more to the table and, and some of the ones that need a little more help we're helping more in the fact that um, structure wise and tier point wise and all that kind of stuff. We brought some more people in uh, to the team that are experts in that um, because everybody has their own expertise, right? And it takes kind of like your team, all the different expertise together, make it a whole. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and I'm not trying to zip into a commercial for us. I'm just saying we operate that way and, and you operate that way, which we appreciate. For sure. Um, it makes yeah, our job, I couldn't makes do, our job easier. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't do – if we didn't have the people that we have, I mean, this the listener wouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Because, like, like we, I, I toot Eric Viola's horn a lot and never to him. You know him how awesome his stuff is when we work together. But as, as a person and as, uh, as an artist, he helps – the listener would not be what it is without him, you know? The story would be there, but the art is something that you don't see anywhere else. His stuff is fantastic, you know, and to have an interior artist like we have um, was an incredibly difficult thing to find a second artist that would would be able to do uh, like as unique as he is, you know. So when we started with the second book, it was like as awesome and crazy as eric's work is who can do as awesome and crazy over here but be 100 different at the same time you know and we found these guys we, we found these team members for these different projects they're just absolutely phenomenal guys i mean and let me tell you it doesn't take good soap to know that something generally smells good you know, you know, you know, it's the, it's the positive water, man. You know what I mean? It's like when I lived in Florida, you know, you talked about the fountain of youth and you could go see it if you want. You know what I mean? And we have sat with some of the coolest people on these projects. And literally uh, I joke about it every now and then uh, when I sit down and it's late and I'm talking to my wife after we've edited some books and it's like, we had 150 people, you know, apply for the listener, 150 people. And it's, there's something about seeing people that will invest themselves. Like if, if Eric didn't come to us with, you know, he showed us his portfolio and all this other stuff, but he was like, Hey, look, you asked for a piece and send us a sketch. He sent us a full painting you know, and we still to this day consider that the first painting of our main character, you know, because that was the first time we'd ever seen it done on paper. And um, that's a powerful thing, man. Um, doing this at, at Kickstarters and stuff, it blew my mind. Uh, but what this has done is brought us closer with incredible, incredible teammates of ours. And um, it can be done. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. They had a guy reach out to me the other day and he was like, Dustin, I don't know if I can, if I can accomplish the things you've accomplished. 
And I was like, you don't need to accomplish what I've accomplished. You need to accomplish what you need to accomplish. You know, you need to take yourself there to this level of, you know, um, not just positivity or, you know, success, but almost like a happiness with oneself. And I've said before, and I've said it in this podcast, I've just gotten there. You know, I, I was terrified, you know, doing a podcast is, or not a podcast, but a Kickstarter is horrifying to someone that's never done it before, you know, and ink marketing was like, Hey, look, you've got good water, you know, and you don't smell like, you know, con scum. Can you, uh, you know, you guys want to do something cool? And it was just like, yes. Oh my gosh. You know, teach me Obi-Wan because I am about that. Um, and like no joke whatsoever, all these people have made it an amazing experience. So you need to find your team. You need to find your people. Um, if you want something to read, you need to check out the listener. You know, uh, there's a, um, we're, sh are, are we to the point where we're, we're giving away that PDF yet? Did they get enough followers it's, for it's that? It's close. I'm, I'm looking at it right Is now. It? I'm looking at it right now. It's, within, um, it's within, it, last time I checked, it was within six people. So let me check and see. That's so we're. cool. So Swords and Solace is um, they're trying to get so many backers. And if they reach a certain amount of backers, they'll get a copy of the listener book one as a, as a stretch goal. almost. That's what we're calling that, right? That's pretty amazing. Um, so check them out. I'm check a backer of that book too. There you go. Uh, it looks incredible. I'm really excited about it. I'm excited that we can help out a little bit in any way that we can. Um, yeah, we just we just broke the four grand mark, and we're yeah we're we're about six people away from from being able to give away that PDF. We had eight days to go, so we'll be doing you'll be giving away some PDFs for that first one. I'm I'm sure we'll be giving that book away. Oh, yeah. I'm excited that's, about that. Um, we're doing that for them as well, guys. So is if if you back us, we're going to get to a certain point where we're giving away a copy of Swords and Solace. I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm a real big fan of swordplay, so you'll notice in the listener that none of our main characters use guns. Um, it's just not something that, you know, I, I, I look at guns like that, like kind of a pop out, uh, in a story, you know, cause that ends a situation real quick. You know, uh, I think that we need to add a little, little bit more excitement and things. Um, and, uh, if you've picked up book one, you saw that we, we like tomahawked a lot too. So, oh, yeah. um, a good, a good tomahawk tomahawks the heads really... always, uh, you know, that kind of ends. Oh man. Oh man. Um, we also, we, we did a throwback with our, our, our bow and arrow to the eye for book two. So I'm really excited for that too. Um, the art, all the raws are finished. So like I said, we'll be, uh, I'm meeting with the, the letterer in the morning at about and we'll be busting hump to get that done. And then all the podcasters will get their, you know, their PDF copies. Um, so we'll be able to, you know, get some reviews from those guys out. I'm really excited to, you know, to be able to do that. Um, because like I said, it's always my goal to have the book done first. You know, that's, that's been my goal from the get. So if we can have the book done before the Kickstarter, that's, that's always what I'm going to shoot for. Um, because, you know, without, I, I just don't want you guys to have to wait. You know, that's what the long and skinny of it is. I don't want you guys to have to wait to get your stuff. You know, yeah, I, just, I don't want I to just wait. Got to off the phone with, I just got off the phone with another one, uh, another uh, gentleman that works with us that was talking about that, that he was at a certain stage and asked me about who he could get to do some work with um, 
pagination to be able to help him out because he didn't want to be running behind. So um, absolutely, it's, it's, those, it's those kind of little extra things I think that we can help you know here and there with. So if those things pop up, by all means, reach out, and you know that. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I think that it's a, um, I think that it takes you know, my mom used to say it takes a village. You know what I mean? That she used to use that phrase a lot. It takes a village, and um, for for those of you that don't know what that means or ever heard that phrase before. Um, it used to mainly revolve around children, you know, they'd be like, it takes a village child, you know, because, but nowadays it takes your community and your comrades and your friends and your, you know, who you socialize with and who that's, you know, who's got your back to, to get projects done, you know, um, in a timely manner. Um, But I think that we have a really good team. uh, Even then even going into the marketing team, Inked is incredible. Um, Whoops. No, we lost him. I guess that's the segue for you to talk about ink. <laughs> well, well, I think it's because for the fact that if, for those of you who do not know that um, he lives way in the um, nested in Tennessee. So um, maybe the signal there is not quite as uh, as crisp or, you know, maybe they don't have because I, I, I frequent Tennessee often and love it up there. It's beautiful. So, um Maybe I'm thinking that's what it is. I'm going to talk with him about it after this episode. But uh, yeah, we um, we're really involved with the listener. It's a, um, it's it's a great campaign. Um, they've written so many books ahead. Like I said we get a chance to get privy to that. And um, yeah, he just he just messaged me and his network went out. I kind of figured that was the case because yeah. it does it does get choppy there. Um, <clears throat> as I said, we talk often, and uh, that that kind of happens. So. We're going to see about working on that as we get more and more of these with these podcasts going. But um, no, it's definitely, and you can also go to um, you know the, the website and check out more things. You can go to the Facebook page um, for the listener, and we'll post all these links and we'll give them all over to you, so you'll be able to put them in your, in this as well. But um, you can go to uh, the, like in the Facebook group, the listener. You can go to uh, thelistenercomics.com. Uh, they'll be uh, unveiling the new store here shortly which will be uh, the listener comics store.com. It'll be actually a branch off of the main site. You'll be able to get copies of things there. So just a lot of great things going on right now uh, for them. So it's, we're really excited to be able to be a part of that. So. Yeah. Um, I also want to let everybody know that uh, is listening to this on the backside at uh, age of radio.org. If you, uh, if you download this episode, uh, please just keep in mind that uh, he was having, you know, like Kevin said, he was having the issue with his internet. Uh, also, uh, that if you're downloading episodes of Creators Outlet podcast, uh, please uh, give give us a like in a uh, in a five star review. Yeah, I know it might be lying a little bit, but you know, little white lies never hurt nobody. Yet, you know, unless you're testifying in front of Congress, but you know, yeah, not, or, so. or working with the government in some way. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, if you're part not of the to government, be, not to be political, I'm just saying I used to work for the government. So I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, uh, I know I've, I've got one, I've got one subscriber up over there. I've only been doing the uh, podcast over at ageradio.org uh, with them for about six months. I'm uh, one of the highest downloaded new shows, and uh, 
you know, just this year I've had just shy of a hundred downloads and I've already had, uh, just in the last five days I've had, uh, I've had 18 episodes downloaded and Dustin's Dustin's podcast that I was showing you the graphs on, um, this was, this was just for the last 30 days. Uh, Dustin had, and, and it was from the most recent episode that we taped uh, when we were doing the catch-up uh, last month, beginning of last month. And uh, he's already had 14 unique listeners and uh, 16 downloads of his episode just this year. Well, that's, you know, it, it's just... Um... It's just you got to start right, and you just got to build upon it, and that build yeah. just grows and grows and grows, um, and you, that's how you develop a following, right? So that's that's how this is. You know, the first book just came out, so we're gonna just build upon that and keep going. Like he said, there's the stuff with the game going, there's the stuff with the store going. It's just has blossomed into to all things, right? The listener, so um, it's gonna be such a such a great thing to see this, and it's been great to be on it from the ground floor. So uh, there's so many different things that are going on um, that everybody's going to get a chance to be a part of and um, really tune in. Like I said, you know, we'll, we'll have a, uh, the whole cast and crew there, so to speak, um, talking about everything going on and be sure to tune into that on the 15th. And um, we'll be getting all the links out there to all of our, you know, sister podcast. Um, so you get a chance to be in on that. And if you want to jump in and say hi, by all means do that. Um, we're going to be talking about some of the other groups and other sister networks and stuff that um, we've had him dusting on like yourself and some others. So, you know, we're all one big family when it comes to that. We're always out there uh, all pulling for each other. Oh yeah. And uh, we're, we're, we're part of the NSC Roadshow. Yes. That's you. Yes. That's me up in the corner there. <laughs> yes. And for those of you who don't know or haven't started to see it, you're going to start to see this icon pop up on several different podcasts, actually globally. And um, like it's that? going everywhere uh, across the globe. It's popping up in Australia. Now it's popping up. It's overseas. Now it's in Europe now. Um, all throughout the U.S. and um, it's 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 growing. And uh, what it basically is is all the different uh, groups are getting together because as Inked, we are providing uh, creators and content to all the different podcasts. We're bringing people like Dustin to the show. We're bringing like Justin Gray to the show. We're bringing you know Frank Forty to the show. Um, Monty Michael Moore. Uh, all these different creators. Everything from seasoned veterans to brand new creators are coming on. And they're actually taking what we call the tour. And we've had the tour out for quite some time. It's been operational for over a year. But we're just now starting to go ahead and give it its own identity and start to brand it. And um, by doing that, again, we're, we're sending out information out to all the different people within the group. And uh, I've got uh, four or five new podcasters just to put on just in the last couple of days. I need to get them on the site. And um, it's 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 unreal the amount of people that once they hear about how this works and 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 the back and forth flow between uh, us as the firm and them as the podcaster and how that, that gels and how we can, you know, put together the ads for them that's going out there and, and publicize when we have creators on there. It just helps everybody as a whole. It just, and that's what we're out for. We're out to make sure that, um, you know, we get the end user, right? The listeners out there, uh, the best content possible. And by doing that, we can, we can provide a direct link from the creators to shows like yourself out there, and uh, say, hey, look, this is what's coming down the road. Uh, this is their availability. And uh, here are all the different projects that they have coming up and see how that fits in with, with what you have going on. And, you know, all the different all the different ones on the network know that they can pick and choose between how the creators fit with their particular ones because not everybody's genres, so to speak, gel. Um, you wouldn't put certain shows with certain uh, creators. 
and uh, it all works out very wonderfully. So, I mean, there's enough there's enough of them on the group now, enough of them on the roadshow that um, you can actually, we actually run a creator in a 30 day, 30 day Kickstarter campaign. We can run them through anywhere from eight to 10 different shows and, and hit a pretty good size audience by doing that. And that's direct to the, the, the comic listeners themselves. Oh yeah. So it all, it all works out. It all works out good. And you've got a extensive marketing career and, uh, you know, I guess you make out pretty well on the side as uh, Toby Keith's stunt double. And, uh, <laughs> you know, because I've seen that picture of you with the cowboy hat and I go, oh, oh yeah. I've, I've been, he, I've, he looks a lot like Toby. I've been, I've been accused of worse. So, but uh, I'll, I'll, I can go with that one. But um, it's, it's crazy because um, uh, I got, I guess I got really uh, into ancestry stuff, I guess about three, four years, well, actually God, four, five, about six years ago. I got into um, the ancestry part of things, and, and my family—I've got genealogists that the couple of different ones in my family that have looked into things. And but um, I think the—and this is no plug for ancestry.com because they don't back us or anything. So it's just, I don't get any money for saying this, but that ancestry.com thing is such a revolutionary thing for me. I got a chance to meet um, one of the gentlemen; his wife worked there, and we talked a little bit more about it in detail. But to be able to see photographs and and, and manifest of ships. And, and different things that link me me to my heritage is incredible. I mean, I've got a picture I put up a couple of years ago of myself with the cowboy hat with a great, great, great grandfather. And it's it's almost like a doppelganger, as they say. It was very crazy to see the looks um, that were there and um, that uh, strong genes, I guess, because my, my lineage goes all the way up to, to 1600, 70, late 1700s. I've traced it back to maybe mid 1700s uh, French. So everything's uh, all the way back to France. Um, and then, of course, we took the trail to Nova Scotia, of course, got booted out of Nova Scotia, <laughs> made, made our way down, and four brothers um, actually landed in New Orleans. So uh, I didn't find that out till um, years later, but I always wondered why I had kind of a kinship or a feeling or was always drawn to New Orleans. I only lived a few hours away, but I always was very drawn to that town. And uh, it was just nice to find out, well, that's where, you know, that's where everybody landed at. So four brothers landed there and then went all their separate ways. I uh, got married in New Orleans. We frequent it quite often. Um, we also have uh, coming out after Atomic Camaraderie. Um, a little bit after that will become our second show. And uh, we've kind of got our arm twisted and got pulled into the whole podcasting realm. So not just one show. We developed a second show for a little bit different genre, and that is, is Voodoo Lounge. So um, after, you know, the whole Louisiana heritage. So you'll see a lot of stuff coming out with Voodoo Lounge here shortly. Um, a little bit different flavor, of course, than Atomic Camaraderie, but uh, same great kind of content kind of thing coming for you. And we'll you'll hear more about that. So, um, But everything with The Listener, like I said, go check out thelistener.com, thelistenercomics.com, excuse me. And um, go check out the store that's about to be, it should be up in the next few days. We're going to have kind of a virtual ribbon cutting for it, so to speak. Um, you'll be able to get all kind of cool things there. Um, there's there's a lot of good stuff going on. There's a lot of good a lot of good content coming out from a lot of great creators over the next few months. Oh, yeah. And right in the chat, we have the uh, the link for the for the Kickstarter. So you can get signed up on that right now. So you, you'll get a notification when it goes live on the 15th. You Plus, you'll get up all the updates and uh also we have the link for cowabungacomics.com as well as the listenercomics.com right up there in the chat perfect and uh we're gonna go out and give you uh we're gonna go out on the 
Cowabunga comic special commercial for the listener. Perfect. Get out there, back this book, join the campaign, and we'll see you next time 